BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022 by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Ophthalmologist Dr. Strauss has seen firsthand how the metaverse is helping surgeons practice the procedures to treat cataracts. Cataracts are the primary cause of avoidable blindness. He works with a virtual reality training platform developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International to help surgeons develop the muscle memory they need. The result? More confident, capable surgeons. And even more importantly... Patients who can see. Explore more stories like Dr. Strauss's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. Hello, my loves. Welcome back to the Balance Bond Podcast, Soul on Fire. I'm your host, Jordan Younger. And if today is your first day joining us, you're in for a treat because today's guest is the incredible Melissa Wood, which we will get into. And if you're a longtime listener, welcome back. So happy to have you here. First of all, I just wanted to start by saying I am seriously so honored to be back for season two of the podcast. So if you're new around here, I'll just give you the brief rundown. I started this podcast in 2016 and had a good long run for about three years, three and a half years before I took a good four months off to focus on my health, heal from Lyme disease, or at least get myself to a good place of healing, to a place where I had more energy and could enjoy the podcasting process again and give it my all. After taking some downtime and focusing on myself and focusing on our wedding and our marriage, my wedding and my marriage to my amazing husband and season two launched in January. We've had so many incredible guests for the last couple of months. And I feel like it's such a testament to the universe and listening to my intuition with taking time off because ever since I've been back, season two has felt so good. It's felt so right. Our guests have been incredible. So today's guest, Melissa Wood, is someone who I discovered on Instagram and on some other podcasts probably about two years ago, started following her, fell in love with everything about her. You guys will agree if you follow her and if you don't, you'll stop start following her. She radiates. She radiates in the most beautiful way. And after spending time with her in person and literally falling in love with her in person when we did this interview and not wanting to let go of her and literally wanting to just tag along with her for the rest of her day and the rest of her week in her life because she just made me feel so good and our conversation was so life-giving. After spending that time with her, I can definitely say She radiates in real life, just like she does online, even more so. And online, she already has this incredible presence that I am drawn to every single day where I go to her Instagram. I watch her stories for inspiration. I love watching her family unfold, her family life. She has two adorable kids, Benjamin and Eleanor. She's a mom, first and foremost, 
but she does so much. She is also the founder of the Melissa Wood Health Method, which is a series of precise low impact movements that is an online workout subscription that I have now been subscribed to and have been doing since probably three or four months before our wedding. And it was the only workout I could do when I was super, super sick and still very much in the depths of my healing from Lyme and hadn't worked out in over a year. And she was so kind. And we started talking on Instagram. I started doing her workouts and they're they're amazing, you guys, because they're simple enough and straightforward enough to do in your home with her guidance from the videos. She feels like she's there in your apartment or your home. So she's there working out with you. You have all the guidance that you need. You feel like you're hanging out with a friend. Um, but also they're hard. They're deceivingly hard, even with these light little movements. So she has really helped to show me that you don't need high intensity to see results. Melissa's whole theme is long lean lines. That's kind of her motto. And if you look at her body, she's the definition of long lean lines. She is so strong, so healthy, so gorgeous. She has overcome so much, which we talk about in this episode, um, from a rough childhood to eating disorders to being deeply unhappy and having a lot of anxiety and just a lot of comparison. And she has overcome so much to the point where she now, in my eyes, is the epitome of health and balance and radiant light and confidence and true just comfort in her body. Um, she is goals in every way. She's mom goals. She's fitness goals. I don't even use the word goals, you guys, but she makes me want to use the word goals because I do aspire to be more like Melissa. And I think that's another thing I would love to just mention is that I'm super happy with my life. I love my life. I love my body. I love my husband. I love all these things. And I can still aspire to be like the people who inspire me. And the way Melissa was just so present in our conversation was truly amazing. You know, when you podcast and you get the chance to meet a lot of influential people, you really notice who remains humble. And, you know, sometimes people do not. And when people experience a lot of success really quickly or even over time, Um, sometimes that humble factor goes away. And it was so incredible to sit down and spend time with Melissa and experience how humble she is. I mean, we were like two friends who who had known each other forever. That's how I felt. And she made me feel just so important and so present and so seen. And not to mention people who listen to this podcast frequently might know that I have been tuning into my psychic gifts and my intuitive gifts. And when someone is really, really tapped in, I'm able to see their face shapeshift and I'm able to see their soul or their soul's path or their past lifetimes or their aura in and around their face. And I saw that with Melissa pretty much immediately the moment that we really went 
deep into the eye contact in our conversation. And so you'll you'll notice that in this episode. And if all of that spirituality is new to you, then keep an open mind. And honestly, if you're here listening to this podcast, you're probably already into that stuff. I could continue telling you all the incredible things that Melissa does. She teaches classes around New York. She blended yoga and Pilates. That's her method. She's thriving on a plant-based diet. She does food combining, which many of you may know if you follow me on Instagram and my blog. I'm super into food combining, super into the plant-based life. So we talk about that. I love that Melissa opened up about her relationship with her husband, Noah. We talk about how they met and how their relationship came to be and kind of her dating life pre-Noah and then marrying him and becoming a mom. So basically I could sing Melissa's praises on and on and I will throughout the episode because I couldn't help it when I was with her. I'm looking at her picture now just kind of like on her website as I talk about her and even her face you guys makes me happy. She's just so lovely and so incredible. So check her out. If you haven't tried her workouts, I would highly recommend them. They're super affordable, $9.99 a month to be subscribed on her website. So why not? I mean, that's so much less than a gym membership or a yoga studio or anything, which I just think is so cool that Melissa offers Her workouts and they're so attainable and accessible and she's truly changing people's lives. So I could rave and rave about her forever. I love her. So excited to share this episode with you guys. We recorded it in New York in my hotel room and it was very fun. And now before we dive into the episode, two things. One, just want to remind you that I always offer if you take the time out of your day to rate and review the podcast. I love to thank you by sending you a free copy of my yoga ebook. It's called Soul on Fire. It's about 300 pages and it's an amazing way to dive into your yoga practice. It's for beginners. It's kind of, it's for everybody. Very beginner friendly. So if you rate and review the podcast on iTunes, send me a screenshot to jordan at thebalancemon.com. I will send you my yoga ebook for free via email and I'll thank you personally for the support. And secondly, wanted to thank our incredible sponsor for today's episode, a brand that I am a huge fan of, Go Macro. Go Macro. You may have heard me talking about them lately. They are my favorite, favorite, favorite vegan protein bar, but they're not a normal protein bar. I will tell you why. So first of all, it's 100% plant-based, made with ingredients to fuel your body and your mind. They have 16 delicious flavors from maple sea salt to oatmeal chocolate chip, blueberry cashew butter, and so many others. Those are some of my favorites. And they have a new one launching in March that I will share with you guys in March. And if you have allergy restrictions or dietary restrictions, just know that they offer three nut-free flavors, including their oatmeal chocolate chip, maple sea salt, and sunflower butter and chocolate, which happen to be three of my favorites, even though I do eat nuts. They also have eight delicious bars that are certified FODMAP-friendly. So all of my allergy warriors, chronic illness warriors, 
you are most likely going to be able to eat these bars. They're made from simple, high-quality ingredients that are certified organic, vegan, gluten-free, kosher, non-GMO, clean, raw, and soy-free. And last but not least, I ate Go Macro bars all day on our wedding day. I was a bit nervous to eat anything that might upset my stomach. If you've seen our wedding photos, I had a very form-fitting dress. I'm prone to a lot of stomach issues. So I wanted to eat something I felt really safe and comfortable with. And it was so nourishing to eat Go Macro bars all day. We also gifted them in our wedding gift bags to everyone who attended our wedding because that's how much we love the company. That's how much I love the company. And you can use the code BLONDE, B-L-O-N-D-E, for 30% off and free shipping. And I can't wait for you to try it. If you do, take a picture, screenshot it to me, send it to me on Instagram, show me all the things so that I can geek out over it with you and get excited. Love the brand. Really kind people started by a mother and daughter in a rural community. So you're supporting kind people with a mission to spread the plant-based message and the message of health and fuel and inspiration to have a healthy body, a sharp mind, and a bold spirit. So with that, thank you, Go Macro. Use that code BLONDE. We will dive into this episode with Melissa. Yeah, get comfy. I'm going to get nice and cozy up in here. Yay. My nipple lip balm. Would you like some oh that my I God. used on my nipples and now music <laughs> on my lips? That's so cool. <laughs> I'll put some on my lips. I mean, I was just thinking my lips are kind of dry. This is so cool. Oh, I like this company. It's, yeah, I, I mean, I know them. it's like for moms, but but are pregnant. But honestly, they have clothes that you can really wear. Like I still wear my jumper. That's so cool. I just felt it and wear a big blazer. Yeah. I would yeah. wear it. It's got to be comfy. Exactly. I it's like it. It's all about comfort. Although okay. my alpha is the least com- comfortable today, but I was like, you know what? I feel, I'm feeling extra, so we're going you with look it. beautiful. <laughs> this you. is so beautiful. I was like, I really dressed to my mood and I was mm-hmm. like, I'm feeling a vibe. That's the way to go. <laughs> I love with this all your vibe. clothes. When you share Thank your outfits you. You on do? Instagram. Yeah. Thank oh my God, you. I love. You're always like going out and wearing something <laughs> beautiful. I'm like, how does she do all these oh things? Oh my goodness. Like, That's so mom, sweet. work. Always going out at night looking fabulous. <laughs> it's amazing. It's funny to hear you say that because last night Noah and I were talking and he was like, you know, we actually just started couples therapy, but like in the best amazing way possible because I think it's so healthy and yeah, beautiful to be able to be like, I want to strengthen our communication. Like we're good. We're solid, but why not be better? I completely agree. You know, mm-hmm. like I remember when I first started therapy and it was not that tone. So I think being in the place that I'm at in my life and being able to be so self-aware of things like we were just talking about that you want to work on and being proactive about it instead of waiting until shit hits the fan. Exactly. (laughs) I'm with you. I like to hear you say that because Jonathan and I, we just got married, but we've been thinking about therapy as well because there's just so many things when you're joining together as a couple coming from just two separate upbringings, two separate lives that pop up, just dealing with emotions and all the things. Oh my God. I mean, Noah would actually kill me if he knew I was talking about this. I know. I was thinking Jonathan would too, but it's all good. Really just like 
I think there's such a stigma around it. And why not share the normalcy in that like we all could work on strengthening our communication with everyone in our life. Like it's not like I go by myself, which I'm obsessed with. And it's it's like cracking me open in in a whole new way. Yeah. It's amazing. It's amazing. I've spent a lot of years in therapy. I'm not currently in therapy, but from the age of four to like 24 off and on. Okay. So I've had a lot of self-reflection in my life and it's so positive. It's so positive. It doesn't always feel positive in the moment, but it's so, you learn so much. Oh my goodness. I learn. I've like discovered myself like, yeah. know who I am from the process of it. It's amazing. And I'm like getting to understand a whole new layer of Melissa that I did not even know. Was, it's so was, cool. Like I knew she was in there, but she's like full force right now. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's so clear because you are so authentically yourself and it just shines through all the time. Your happiness and your your entire vibe. I mean, this is our first time meeting in person, but I feel like I've known you because Same. I just, I love everything you share. You're so bright and sunny and just radiant and your workouts are incredible which we will get into (laughs) but just to start I like to kind of back up and go back to where did you grow up what was your childhood like so I grew up in Syracuse New York upstate New York and I am one of six siblings I have four sisters wow yes my parents my mom and my dad had five girls And then my father, when my parents divorced, remarried and had my brother. So there's six of us. So there's a lot of kids. I grew up in, my parents got divorced when I was really young, seven, seven, eight. And it's really, you know, it's so funny because as we were just talking about therapy, when I sit with my therapist and I talk about the things that are so important to me, like having dinner with my family, I don't remember a time in my life of ever sitting at the table with my parents. Like, I don't remember happy times with them together. I remember one time where like we were all in my mom's room and like my mom and my dad were laughing and that's the gist of like the happiness level with my parents. And, you know, it's, it's unfortunate, but I, it's really shaped who I am. And I think coming from a broken, very dysfunctional home, I, I, I really built up this layer of just survival. You know, my mom worked three jobs, wasn't around. My dad, we saw every other weekend and I was alone a lot and I was with my sisters a lot. And I just, I've always had that leader in me where it was really important for me. Like I was, my sisters hated me growing up. Like I was like, I had a chore list. I was like made us sit down for dinner. I was like a mini mom Yeah, at a very young age. I mean, I felt like I was a mother. Mm -hmm. I, I, to this day, like I'm, I'm trying to work on shaping new habits with like reminding myself that I'm not their mother. Like I still get, like, I feel like sometimes I'm my mom's mother. Like it's, you know. Are your sisters older than you or are you in the middle? I have, I'm in the middle. I'm too older, too younger. And I don't, I think structure was, I craved it. I craved structure and the fact that I didn't have any, I really gravitated towards people in my life who had that element. So my best friend still to this day, um, Crystal Godwin, she goes by Chrissy now, but she, what we were inseparable. Like we slept at each other's house every single night. Like I 
typically stayed at her house. And I just, I loved that they had family dinner and, you know, it was her mom, her dad, her brother. And I I always wanted that. Mm -hmm. And I, you know, I think I carried around a lot of sadness as a kid because my parents weren't around and they weren't checking on my homework and, you know, all of the things kids don't want, I wanted. (laughs) I wanted, I wanted them to come to my games. And it's, um, you know, I think it's, it's made me the mother that I am. Like I am every single thing I've ever wanted. And my mom is amazing. I have an amazing relationship with my parents. I've worked really hard at it and I I forgive them. And I I know that they did the absolute best with the the card they were handed. And I mean, I feel like whether you have a good childhood, bad childhood, it shapes us, right? In some way. And we carry so much of the weight with us. And it definitely followed me when I moved to New York. (laughs) That Mm -hmm. was kind of when everything change. Yeah. Which we will definitely get into. Yeah. And I've heard you talk openly about struggling with food and mm. controlling food. And I've totally been there as yeah. well. So I can relate on many levels and a lot of people listening too, just knowing my audience. So I would love for you to get into what it was like when you yeah. moved to New York and, and, um, started kind of confronting all these things that you had been dealing with. Yeah, so it was when I I moved to New York on my own. I drove to, I drove a U-Haul with a girl who was moving here and the U-Haul broke down. It was like I like look back I'm like how in the hell did this young girl like how did I do it? And right. you know, I I like look who I am today and I'm like no, I've always had this in me. Like I've always known there was something bigger than me kind of carrying me and and, and I mean that's the only way that I moved to New York. It's like I came here on a weekend trip with a friend and got a job that weekend. Like I'd never been to New York. I was like learning how to go from Fifth Avenue back to First. And then, you know, it was like learning all this. What was the job? The avenues. um, I worked at Bloomingdale's at the Chanel counter. Oh, cool. And I was currently doing that in Syracuse Mm -hmm. at the, it was Filene's before Macy's bought Filene's. And I was working at the Chanel counter, which... Yeah, I was like, I can't believe this. Like, I got a job. And I had a very serious boyfriend back home who was my first love. And I went home and I was like, I got a job. And he's like, what do you mean? I'm like, I'm moving in two weeks. And it was very like, I put such a wall up because I knew if I even opened the opportunity of him coming, I knew he wasn't coming. And I just, it was my, it was my, um, time to like spread my wings and to just do it. You know, I, I'd, I'd always wanted to model because that's what I connected to as a young girl. It's, you know, people would always say, you're so beautiful. You look just like your mother. You should be a model. And I was like, that's where self-acceptance is. Like I Mm -hmm. should be a model. Of course. Like then I'll, everyone will know I'm good enough because I'm bracing the covers of magazines. Although like I thought that's what happened when you started modeling. That doesn't really happen guys. (laughs) (laughs) I had my one cover and it turned into a, like I was like in the weeds in the book and it was about like the size of a post, like a, um, a stamp. Oh my gosh. I was like, we didn't, For what like, magazine? Oh my God. What was, it was like a threads magazine, mm-hmm. but like I was supposed to get the cover and apparently I didn't make the cut. Oh my God. <laughs> so funny. It's so yeah, true. The way that we glamorize things that oh. we oh, believe we? are like going to be the epitome of our happiness. Oh it's, yeah. I mean, 
So I think, you know, moving to New York on my own and then living in this small apartment, I had a mattress on the floor for a very long time. There were mice in my walls and it was like, this was it. This was home. There was, I didn't have money to move anywhere else. And at night when I would close that door, it was like smaller than the bathroom here. I, it all, it was like waves just hit me. Like everything that I had pushed so far down was starting to surface. And I did not want to feel that because it was, it was trauma. It was all of the things that I wanted to forget and get rid of. And it, it, it was, you know, that, that, time of moving here, coming face to face with the reality of, of everything that I was, um, really trying to make disappear in my life. Yeah. And how old were you at that time? I was 22 when I moved to New York. Yeah. So so that's young. So young. To be dealing with so much. I moved here with $10,000. It was like, I remember I, I was bartending. I was working as I was working at the Chanel counter and I was working at an auto supply company. I was like, uh, I was a natural born hustler. Mm -hmm. So I knew I was saving for something and then, you know, getting here and working at the counter, but being approached by people like you should meet agents, like you should go into modeling agencies. And I was like, okay, like, I mean, the outfits I went in there with, I still like, I'm like cringing, even thinking about going into like elite and Ford the way that I I didn't know, you know, I was like decked out. And, you know, in the modeling world, you kind of just walk in as you are, you Mm -hmm. know, (laughs) but the small town girl in me, I had no idea. Exactly. And it was just rejection after rejection. And, and then seeing girls who were models was a, a immediate trigger for me because I was like, oh, that's how I should be. That's the size I should be to mm-hmm. be accepted, to be able to live this life that I want. And, you know, the, I would say the combination of starting to allow myself to feel a little bit or not really wanting to, but it was coming up and wanting to break into that world is when I started picking up these horrible habits of going on these crazy binges. They were very extreme. And then I was very extreme on the other end the next day. So it was just a combination of like filling myself up to the point where I couldn't fill myself up, self up anymore, where I had to release it. And then punishing myself for days on end and really being horrible to myself and restricting like crazy. And it was this vicious, vicious cycle of, of living that life for, for a handful of years. And you can't live that way. And plus like, it was a complete secret. Like no one in my life knew. So not only was I holding in these feelings of things I needed to feel and just process as like a young girl, um, I was, I was living a lie. I was lying. I was like, I became like a professional liar. And I lied about the dumbest things too. It was like where I didn't want people to know that I like was at that pizza place. It was like weird lies. And I would do anything to cover my trap, my tracks to really hold this image of perfection. I just wanted to look the part. I wanted to be this this model. And I, you know, I think I was so, my mind was, was just so attached to that, that, um, 
it was, I was going down. I was spiraling. And so for how long was life like that for you? It was a good five years, I think, before I hit the breaking point of, of like, this is going to end really bad. That's a long time. It's a long time. To live that way. And it's, I say five years of like actually suffering with bulimia. Mm -hmm. And then I would say probably several more years of restricting and having a body dysmorphia and just a horrible relationship with self. So did you have like a turning point moment where you just knew I can't do this anymore? I need to change. Yes, I absolutely did. Thank God. And I'm so grateful for for that day because I had gone out the night before, was like partying with friends, got wasted, uh, binge ate like crazy. Um, The night before was, you know, getting rid of everything that I possibly could and then woke up the next day still trying to get rid of everything because I felt horrible. I had so much shame. And I just was like on my, I just couldn't do it anymore. It was like nothing would come out. I was so empty and I felt just, I felt disgusting. I felt so little and small and I I hated myself. And I knew it was either, it was going one of two ways. It was like, I was just going to keep going full force and just do everything or I I I knew I wanted I wanted to live a life of real happiness. And I didn't know what that was, but I knew that it's it was possible. And that was it. I I called my friend and was like, I need your therapist. I need to see a therapist. I really need to talk to someone. And like I think right there, like just the consciousness of knowing that I needed help, right? Like that awareness in itself. Yeah, that's like, huge. That was, so that awareness in itself was honestly just the biggest game changer and life-changing moment in my life. I think, you know, there's so many people in my life now who I would love for them to have that realization that they need help, but you can want to help every single person. But until you have that inner guide really tell you it's time, you're never going to do it. Absolutely. And had anybody told you up until that point that they were worried about you? No one knew that I had an eating disorder, but I had a girl who I cocktail waitressed with. At this time, when things were spiral, I was cocktail waitressing. Um, I was, I had tried Adderall. It was like I was in that like experimental, experimental phase where you know, things were all, the the highs were high, the lows were low. Mm -hmm. And I was like, what else? Like, what should we try? But thankfully, like I caught it right at the time where before I, like I said, things could have quickly spiraled. Um, But what was the question? (laughs) Oh, if anyone had expressed their worry. Okay, yeah, this is important. So I had a girl call me after a night out. It's so funny. Like, I'll never forget this moment. And she said, Melissa, and I was like, yeah. She's like, you are a completely different person when you drink and when you don't drink. And I was like, what? Like, what do you mean? She's like, I think you have a drinking problem. And I never saw that. I was, I was, I was actually really open to her calling me because when someone calls you to say something like that, it really stops you dead in your tracks. And I just said, she said, you know, you were, you were like going to get in a fist fight with a homeless person. And 
like the way you were behaving, you were like outrageous. And I, I, I like took it and I listened and I, I said, thank you. And that changed everything for me. I, I was like, I really sat with it. And I, I think a lot of the time I wouldn't black out, but I would like, I'm just going to say it. I would like make out with girls. I would do anything for attention. I would, it was like, I was an extremist, you know, Mm -hmm. and it was not cute. I was really sloppy. I had horrible hangovers and it was just, I, I would live this life of like being like high and hungover on the weekends. It was like getting lit up, drinking my face off and spending the weekend miserable for a long time. But I thought that was normal. I think most 20 somethings believe yeah, that, right? Absolutely. And I know you recently shared that you haven't you haven't drank in a year. Yeah, right? exactly. And I haven't drank in four months. Uh, yeah. And it was like this, it was the craziest thing because I don't, I do not have a bad relationship to alcohol now. Thank mm-hmm. God. I just really got to the place where I'm like, I don't need this thing that I once believed I needed to have in order to be in these social settings. I'm, I'm having most fun in my life that I've ever had. And I, I love how beautifully you've shared it. And I couldn't relate more. It's so fun. I and love- I also have... I have no idea where this is going. Like, I don't know Mm -hmm. if I'm sober. I don't know if I'm super curious, but I'm like, I'm just being with this. I love that. I was so excited when I saw you share that because I, yeah, similar to you, I don't have a bad relationship with alcohol, but I realized the only time that I really drank was in social situations where other people were drinking and wanted me to drink to just be part of the whole experience and this is kind of how it was for years for me and then when I got sick with Lyme and just had a very difficult couple years it just felt like why would I put something in my body that's not medicinal at all it's actually the opposite yes um if I'm working so hard to just do everything right and just treat my body with such care yep so that's what kind of made me decide I'm not going to drink like five times a year as I had been at weddings and the different things. Yeah. I'm just not going to do it. So I didn't even drink at my wedding. I know. Um, I love Which was that. so awesome. I and love it. I was drunk on life. I did I, not need. No, I get hungover. Yeah. Yeah. I'm I, so hungover. No, I get I get like happy hungover. It's yeah. so weird. No, it's a happiness hangover. And from being I get a happiness out hangover, and dancing hangover. and being with people who are drinking, you can be hungover. No, I, I agree. I, and you get high off the vibes. Like, yes, but it's like yes. an energy that you bring no matter where you are. Absolutely. I, I, it literally came to me right before I was launching the, the new website in the app. I was like, I need to just, I need to clear my mind. I need to really... Um, just breathe in and bring in all of the things that just elevate me. And after every meditation, I would have that little voice and it was like, you don't need, don't drink. You don't, yeah. you don't need to drink. You just do it half the time to appease the company you're with or mm-hmm. to make everyone else feel comfortable. And it was like, we are not in this work to make people comfortable. We're, exactly. we're here to keep, make people very real and to raw and honest up. with themselves. So just try it. And I was like, okay. <laughs> it was like, I would have I these conversations that. in my closet with this. I'm serious. And I was like, okay, I'm, I'm, I'm just going to try it. With your intuition, with your my higher guide. self. Oh, Absolutely. I love that so much. Yeah. I'm with you. I had such, such thoughts in my head about 
you can't stop drinking. It might make other people uncomfortable, which is so sad to look back on because what about me? I was the uncomfortable one. I was the one doing something that I didn't want to do, waking up, not feeling good because I just became so sensitive to it as well. Oh my God, me too. But even half of a vodka soda, I would be so hungover with the worst headache. And I had someone tell me one time, someone who I was friends with in college, who I kind of dated, you can't trust someone. You can never trust someone who doesn't drink alcohol. And it stuck with me. And so (laughs) I had always thought like, I don't want to be that kind of person. And how funny is that? Because it's like, it's not that it's the opposite. (laughs) Obviously (laughs) you can be anything, but it it kind of is. So to shed those layers of like what other people thought, and this was someone I held very highly in my head. So to shed all those layers has been so powerful. And it is, it's like, I feel liberated. And and not to mention my husband is the king of nightlife here. I know. And he's been so sweet and supportive because obviously I'm, I love going out. I love going out dancing and having amazing nights with him and that it doesn't change anything, you know? And I think, you know, I'm like here, is this bad for his business? And I thought about that, right? but I don't think it is. I think I'm not telling people not to drink. I, this is just something that feels very right for me. And I, I'm not like, keep drinking. I'm having so I much think, fun with you. Yeah. <laughs> I think it's actually so inspiring people to see that they can go out to a club and dance and have fun without alcohol it's, and still enjoy I that whole more scene. Fun, you guys. Yeah. Like, I'm so not kidding. Fun. I have more fun. I'm so in tune with what makes me happy that it's like, I know that I enjoy that. And it's just, it's a whole new level of high. That makes me so happy. Isn't it? Yeah. So for people who don't know, can you share a little bit about your husband and what he does? Sure. So that I actually met my husband as I, when I was working as a cocktail waitress at Marquee, uh, I had a boyfriend, a very serious boyfriend at the time. He had a girlfriend. So when I was working for him and, and I was his cocktail waitress, I always waited on him. Kind of makes sense now. <laughs> mm-hmm. He's like, I'll have Melissa tonight. <laughs> So nice. Um, yeah, it's amazing because it, as we were talking when I first came in, I, I never in a million years would have ever thought that Noah would be my husband and we would have a beautiful family together. I never saw him that way. I saw him as a club owner who was always with a ton of beautiful models, who was out all the time, who drank a lot. I was not attracted to him in any way, shape, and form because it I never saw it. I, it was he was my boss. And then when I stopped working at Marquee and we were both single at this point, uh, he's very good friends with one of my best friends. And we started spending more time together. He invited us on a trip to Ibiza one summer with like 30 other girls. And I was like, yes, like let's go. Why, why would we not go? This is we're gonna have the time of our life, as I did. And I, I was seeing someone at the time when I went on that trip and he broke up with me because I went on that trip. But I oh was like, I, I said to him, I'm like, I would never date Noah. But I truly at that time wouldn't have. Like yeah. there was nothing there. And the more that I spent time with him, the more I saw him for who he really is not this whole facade of this club owner and always with supermodels and beautiful women like that was that was his 
something he did for a living, but that was the furthest thing from who he was as a person. And I, every time I was with him and we started to really get to know each other as friends and we would talk for hours and Noah's not someone who doesn't look at his phone often. And he wouldn't look at his phone for like three hours. And every time I left him, I would have this feeling of like, I just like that man. I like the way I feel when I'm with him. But my ego was so massive at the time. And I was like, no way. I will never date him. He's been with a lot of people I know. He's in this nightlife world. Um, My ex knew him. I was like, no, like I can't do that. It's not right. And my friends knew him. And what would they think? I was so caught up on what everyone would think. And then we, you know, he was very strategic, very strategic. He has, he has, he had a business called Strategic Group. So there is a reason. (laughs) Super strategic. And he was very cool about um, his, like, being persistent with me. Like it was, it wasn't annoying. It was cool. And I would fight it, fight it, fight it. And then I'd end up like leaning into, you know, spending time with him and like groups. And I just, it was like, I couldn't, I couldn't shake the way that I felt. And I remember when I told my girlfriends for the first time and they were kind of like, what? Like you can't date Noah. And I was like, well, I'm going to. And I remember that moment. I was like in my girlfriend's bedroom and it was like me and my cocktail waitress friends and they mm-hmm. were kind of like, you know, a deer in headlights. Shocked. Like, You're yeah. date Noah. <laughs> it was like, it was weird. Right. All of my friends knew him, right? Right. So once I... Which is actually very cool. It like is on now. the flip side. Yeah, exactly. Like at my birthday dinner, it's all still to this day. It's like all of my girlfriends that I met cocktail waitressing, all of my, you know, best girlfriends and... There's not a single girl at the table who doesn't know Noah. Yeah. Or like have their own relationship with Noah. And he's just the greatest man. He is, he's so solid. He's just, you know, I think coming from a background of like craving a structure in my life, like he's really taught me and shown me um, what it is to really show up for people that you love. And like, no matter what, just like always be there regardless of like how busy he is. And you know, he's, I don't know how he does it. I'm like 30 plus businesses and thousands of employees. Like I'm like, how do you do it? I have two full-time employees and my mind is blown. Right. And he just does it. And he's just built that way. But the most important thing I think for me is like, if, if I need him, he's there. And that's, that's, there's nothing more important than yeah, that. Yeah, that's so special. Yeah. I love that. I love that you guys were friends first. Oh I my love God. <sighs> hearing the backstory. I mean, I truly never say never. Yeah, <laughs> literally. I mean, same with me and Jonathan in many ways. I know. It was I love like, your story. yeah, it was a similar, just never. It never <sighs> felt that that was ever going to happen. You guys are so cute. I Thank can't you. handle your cuteness. So are you guys. I feel your love. Yeah, I feel that like, with you guys too. Oh. And I feel that with your whole family. Thank Makes you. me so excited to be a mom, <laughs> which brings me into talking about <laughs> all these. I mean, it's so cool that you have two kids and you're building this incredible business. So I'm just so curious. How do you find, how do you balance it all? I mean, it's like a cliche yeah. question, but I really want to know yeah. how, how do you structure your day? 
So I am very committed to my practice. It is um, the most important thing in my life. So I prioritize that above anything else. And it's, you know, I, I used to say like, I don't do a damn thing until I meditate, which isn't the case after children. Like it's, <laughs> you can't really say that, but it is, you know, I create the space. So no matter how busy my day is or the lack of sleep that I've had the night before from being up with my children, I will find the time to get my mental medicine in because it is what makes me my absolute best. It's what makes me 1000% the person that I am today doing the work that I'm doing because I have a never-ending commitment. And it's, it's, you know, it's my life's work and it sounds very rigid and strict, but it's not. It's not because I think when you know what makes you feel this, like it's like you're flying, you don't stop doing it. Absolutely. You don't stop. And what kind of meditation do you do? So I, I started when I first learned how to meditate, I took a weekend workshop in New York and I learned TM. So transcendental meditation. And it was amazing. It really opened up my life to like, okay, I can do this twice a day, 20 minutes. And then I had kids. <laughs> Let me tell you, things changed. And I, you know, I practiced Vedic. I, I tried a lot of things. And when I teach my workouts, I would feel this, this pull to start sharing more of my approach to meditation and the way that I would, you know, kind of bring myself there in my own practice. And so I just slowly started doing that. I'll never forget when I I was at a with a meditation where Elena Brower was, med, you know, doing a guided meditation who I just love her so much. It's like everything Me about too. that. Oh my God, her aura, everything. I just, I crushed so hard on Elena. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so She's amazing. Oh, she's amazing. And after I had never, you know, I'd never met her before and we locked eyes and she like called me over and I was like looking over my shoulder, like she's talking to me. Is <laughs> like, she's really talking to me. So I went over and I was like, you know, I'd, I'd love to know who you'd recommend to do a training with. And, you know, I've been meditating for quite some time. And she just looked at me and she said, just start doing it. You have it all in you. I can feel it. That gives me chills. Yeah. And she said, you are your teacher. She said, keep doing your stuff. Go to, you know, the people who you gravitate towards and love the people you love and keep doing the work and you will find your own way. It was the same thing that happened with me and my workouts when I was, you know, I did my training with Tara Styles, Tara's the best from Strala Yoga and she was a friend of mine and she was like, you have your own thing. You know, and I was like, well, I don't know. And she's like, but you do. Like, you love Pilates and you love yoga. Why not blend them? And I was like, okay. It was like, you know, you're looking for approval from your masters and people mm-hmm. that you hold on this pedestal, but we have it all deep within us. And having her say that to me, I was like, I do. She's yeah. right. I feel it. So I just need to believe it and I need to just keep doing it. And then it just, it just comes out. <laughs> just like, right. It's like, I, you know, I'll film my workout with my videographer and then I'm like, I'm going to, I'm, I'm going to do a guided meditation. Like things are never planned really for me. I'm not like, I don't have a content 
um, like calendar where I'm creating Same. content. It flows through me. It's so obvious, really, because thank you. That's that's what I connect to is just the the realness of it. And I do your workouts all the time, and I can tell that it just legitimately came to you that day. Or like, I'm just going to film this one right now. Yeah, I can tell. Yeah, and I love it. It's thank like, you. If I could take your class in person all the time, I oh, would. Thank it's you so, so nice. much. You've been such a wonderful, authentic supporter, and I, I truly can't thank you enough for that. Well, I love the variety. I love that. If I feel like just doing a wind down yoga class at the foot of my bed, because I've been in bed all day or whatever it yeah. is with my energy, I can do that. Or if I want to go on the treadmill and do some like real work with my legs yep. and everything, I can do that. It's it's truly been such a gift. So I'm Thank really you. glad that you followed your oh. intuition and and the guidance of of Tara and other people just to find your particular voice because it is different than other workouts and I feel like, whoa. Okay. Sorry. <laughs> sorry. Oh my God. Why I just said, whoa, is because <laughs> sometimes when I'm staring into someone's eyes, yeah, and we're staring at each other guys. Person, we're like, <laughs> now I have chills because you're, oh my gosh, you, uh, I can see people's faces shift and okay. like you're learning a lot about me really fast, no but, um, people who have done a lot of self-work, like it happens with spiritual teachers mm. and different people. Oh, and then I see their face shift into this beautiful, like soul version of themselves. Oh. And I see it with you right now. It's really powerful. Oh, thank so you. So then staring into your eyes. We're staring at each other. So cool. And people listening, they know this will happen from time to time. Not that often. Um, thank so you. So cool. It's like a light. It's a very light colored aura around your face and just completely, completely beautiful. Thank you so yes. much. You made me like fully feel that. I know. Well, I yeah. almost cried because I know, it, I almost it cried became too. so intense so quickly. Wow. Thank and you. I, I like hearing you say that. I, I'm like really proud of myself and I think we don't, I, we don't give ourselves these moments of celebrating our journey. And I did something yesterday that I'm, you know, it's like I dreamed of doing it and I saw it. I saw it so clearly. And I was there yesterday. I'm like, I'm doing it. And it wasn't paid. It doesn't matter. It was like, I wanted to do that so badly. And I, I'm, I'm proud of, of the woman that I've become, you know? So you just made me fully tap into. So beautiful. um, You should be so proud. Thank you. I mean, yeah, I could tell you more about what I saw in your face. Like, it was like, you guys, she's really good. It was so, it was like this maternal energy that came through, which is interesting because you were talking about being a maternal person for your whole life. Yeah. And oh my God, just this like wise, wise woman, like um, grandmotherly figure. And sometimes I see people's spirits, their guides, their angels. Um, so it could be a variety of things, but wow. it's, it's, it's the work that you've done on yourself 100%. And can you tell us what you did yesterday that was your oh, dream? Oh, sure. I, um, I did a webinar at the nutrition school that I went oh, to. Oh, yeah. I saw. Yeah. And I, you know, when I, that was really a turning point for me when I, I was modeling, I was acting, and I was about to start my acting classes again. And I just had this it was like I had this wave come over me where I was like, I'm doing all the things people told me I should be doing. 
I'm not doing what I feel called to do. I'm not tapping into the realm of endless possibilities that I feel to the depths of my soul. And, you know, for me, enrolling at IIN was a massive turning point. And it was, you know, it was an investment. And it's, I was dating Noah at the time and he was like, you know, I'm really proud of you. I want you to do this. I want to pay for it for you. And I looked at him and I said, thank you so much because I didn't have people in my life who could offer to pay for things, but I'm going to pay for this for myself. And I also paid for my sister, my youngest sister who had was suffering with lupus at the time. And we did it together and it was the most amazing experience. But I also showed up differently because I needed to do that for me. I couldn't have someone else pay for it. And then, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Um, It was so sweet and kind and... um, it's it's not like Noah. Noah doesn't really do that all the time. I think people think he does. Right. <laughs> they think something that's actually not the truth. Yeah. And you know, it's it was a massive turning point for me. So I've I always when I would watch the modules and the teachers and I it just I connected to it so deeply. I was like, I wanna I wanna do this. Like I wanna go in and teach my beliefs one day, which like I didn't really know what they were, but I yeah, I just felt so proud yesterday. It was like so such a amazing. moment of like, look at me. Like, yeah, I'm that's... just like this small town girl who like believed. That's a huge like full circle it. moment. Yeah. So how many years ago did you do nutrition school? You know, he asked me that yesterday and I fully went blank. <laughs> like, when did you <laughs> graduate? To, I was like, yeah. oh shit. You know, Melissa, you could have looked at that. <laughs> It's hard to look it's back. Like, it really. was like five, six, five, six years okay. ago. Yeah. Wow. It was a long time ago. That's so amazing. Yeah. And now everything you're doing with your workouts and your whole brand is so beautiful and it is so different than what other people are doing. So was that something that flowed through and kind of has evolved over time? Oh, yes. I mean, immensely. I I started sharing my workouts after I had Benjamin because I was doing things at the time that were really intense. I hurt myself when I was pregnant. I won't name any names, but you know, I left a class one day and I didn't love the way the teacher made me feel. I felt really bad about myself. And I was like called out for something and I was like walking down the street. I remember my old apartment and I just had this aha moment of that's it. I want to be a teacher. I want to be a teacher who makes people feel amazing in my presence, in my energy. And for me, it was like I started really connecting with people online and sharing little clips of my workouts on my stories and then people asking for more. So I started sharing and then I, you know, connected with these guys who had an app and they were like, you should start sharing your workouts. So I I started sharing with them, actually. It was really them who believed in me and, and were like, you have something, let's do this. And um, it didn't work out in the long run. I think I just realized that I wanted to be on my own platform, sharing my own philosophy, not amongst amongst you know uh, many other people with very different philosophies. And it just started like before I had any certifications. I was like just doing this thing that I always kind of did, but I was told I needed to do cardio and I needed high intensive strength training to maintain the physique I desired. And I did that for years, you guys. I 
you know, as a model, it was like I was always told my thighs were too thick, all of these things. I was double the size I am, not double, but I was, I was more voluptuous, I guess you could say, but by no means was I, you know, and, and like, it, so just so have it. It doesn't matter what size you are in the modeling industry mm-hmm. this day, at this day totally. age, thank God. But you know, that really sticks with you. So I was more on a quest to find something that made me feel good and not anxious. Because whenever I would go into these classes, I, I, I was anxious going in. I was anxious going out. I was eating everything all day. I was sweating. I was like, it just like, I, I was, it wasn't serving me. Mm-hmm. And doing these shorter workouts in between Benjamin's naps and sharing them and having other people, you know, say to me that this is amazing. They can do this too. It just really jumpstarted this, this feeling of not only making myself feel good, but being able to make one other person feel incredible is like, it's like, you just get sucked in. Yeah. You know, it's like, it's the best feeling. It's the best feeling in the world. There's yeah. no better feeling than someone coming up to me and saying that I have made an impact in their life through just the guidance of them doing the work, but just showing them that it's possible. Yeah, it's amazing. I've had a similar journey with the high intensity workouts and just over exercising to the point of just no return. Same. Sweating all the time. All the time. Yeah, and actually being a lot bigger than I am now because it was just my cortisol levels were very high. I was doing running marathons and I thought I'm running so much like, but I was just (laughs) in such a strange headspace too. And my skin was a mess and same. It's amazing to do low intensity workouts and, and see what can happen and see how strong you can get. Oh my God. Right. Yeah. And the person... you weren't living in alignment. Right. You were like I wasn't pushing. At all. You were living in the force, not the flow. Yeah. And that's why I call my class in the flow because it's this flow yeah, it's, that will move is. through you and your you I mean, I am the strongest I've ever been in my life. I'm the leanest without ever trying to be. That's the you know, best. it's just like I found my body or my body found me. I don't know. <laughs> right. <laughs> whatever. Exactly. Whatever happened. You're in the flow. I'm in the flow. Yeah. And I'm not trying to make anything happen anymore. I'm just being and I and I show up every single day and I, I do something. And I think that's where long lasting results, but not only results, it's it's this transformational shift that takes place. And once you experiencing experience that, there's like it's to the point of no return. Right. You are you've opened the floodgates to just keep moving it's the forward. Best the best. Yeah, it is. And another thing we have in common on that note is food combining and eating yes. plant-based. Yes, and we do. I love following your what you eat in a day and all those things because it's so mindful and intuitive and you really nourish your body. And it's it's so clear that it comes from a space of you're eating what your body wants, but totally. you do the green juice in the morning yep. and all the delicious plant foods. Yes. So is that something that's been really healing for you too? Oh, tremendously. Thank you for that, by the way. I always shy, I shy away a little bit. I think even hearing you say that, I was like, okay, I'm filming it from sharing what I eat in a day because, you know, it's like I'm sharing this. Obviously, we share everything off based off our own experience and um, things that have worked wonderfully for us. But I, you know, I, I never want to 
anyone to feel that like I'm telling them this yeah. is what you have to eat to feel your best. But I do think it's a nice insight to show the amazing, delicious food and carbs so fun to that share. you can consume yes. in a plant-based diet with zero deprivation. It's the zero. best thing in the world. It's the best I'm thing. I'm so happy that you share. And I feel like you share from a, a very clear place of you're just doing what works for you and people can take take what they want. Take what works. Inspir- inspiration or not. It's a very open, loving w- way of sharing. And um, it's so inspiring to people because I think that there's a lot of misinformation about there, out there about, about eating carbs and eating yeah. healthy fats and just really satiating yourself when you're eating in this beautiful healing way, you can eat whatever you want. And that's what I'm always telling people too. True. It's amazing. Like I actually can't believe the the amount of food I can consume. Like sometimes I don't even share the fourth slice of avocado toast because I'm like, they're not going to believe me. Right. And And I think where it comes from that backtracking kind of eating disorder mentality where I'm like, no, you don't have an eating disorder anymore. Like you have a beautiful relationship to food. If anyone doesn't believe you, that's their stuff. Like this is not like, because I, you know, I, I post, I like shared, like I had four slices of avocado toast and a girl wrote me and she thought she was writing her friend. And this is another reason why I don't live in my DMs. Yeah. <laughs> and she was like, oh, really? Like, okay, come on. Like, we know you didn't eat that, honey. Like, nice try pretending. <laughs> and I I usually don't respond, but I just felt very inclined to say, um, oh my gosh, no problem. I know this was for your friend, but I, I lived my life far too long lying. And the last thing I, you know, I'm here to do is to share anything but a lie. Like this mm-hmm. is, and and with so much love, like bless that you, pray response. for you and delete. Yeah, homegirl, delete. bye. Exactly. <laughs> you know, happens, like pray with love yeah. for people who... It's such, That's the perfect response. Yeah. I, I never give nasty responses to no. people. Even if it, the, the reaction is like, Oh, fuck yourself. Like, I, right. I don't. I don't. Exactly. I give it a minute. <laughs> I, I do won't. the same thing because I've learned that it's really never worth it because even if you feel that you're defending yourself, you're defending yourself to someone who believes something totally different. So it's just yeah. going to be a battle. And is in a different place. Yeah. Like, you exactly. guys aren't jiving. Yeah. I, no- I received a message like that recently um, that was intended to go to a friend as well, and but it came to me. And, um, <laughs> and someone said, I forget what I said I was doing. I was going and doing this like spa retreat, this yes. detox. Okay. And, and was it, it the water fast? Um, no. It wasn't that okay. because that gets a lot of controversy sure that too. gets people all But this um, retreat in Palm Springs, that's like this juicing and all this stuff. Mm-hmm. And someone wrote, I hope, I hope it kills her. <gasps> and it came to me. Oh God. And, that was really hard to see because because I knew that it was someone who had sent it to their friend and then they said that and I just stared at it for so long without responding. And then she, she wrote, oh my God, I'm so sorry. This wasn't supposed to go to you. It, w- it was about something else, which I knew it wasn't of about course. something else, but at least this person realized like, she that's felt such it. a harsh she felt thing to say. Wave. And yeah. I never responded and I was so proud of myself. I just blocked this person mm-hmm. and deleted them. But there were so many things I wanted to say. Of course. Like you wish death upon me yeah. for, for taking care of myself. I mean, that's just so sad because it shows what kind of place that person is in. But I'm with you. Yeah. Never responding negatively no, no, because no, no. it's just put 
putting only positive energy into the world makes <sighs> you such a happier person, oh, even yes. when it's hard to do. I also can't look at that stuff until I meditate. Right. <laughs> because well, I'm yeah, naturally very clarity. fiery and reactive. Like I will hand you your ass in two seconds, mm-hmm. which I'm like, no, no, that's the Melissa that lived in Syracuse. Like yeah. we've, we've, you know, we've grown away from understanding you can't hit people when things don't go your way. It's just the truth. Like people right. look at me and they're like, there's no way you've been in a fight. And I'm like, actually, I know it's crazy. There's a few ways, but it I goes promise to that show. it's happened. Yeah. But I know that is not who I want to be. Exactly. And that is no way. And you can choose. There, you're getting to, there's no solution there. It's like things are just, nothing's getting resolved. Right. I totally agree. So like, I, I love to say to people who are like, well, you just like meditate. I'm like, I do this work because that other girl inside is telling me to do everything but. Exactly. And I know that is not the voice of truth. It's the ego. It's the ego mind trying to get me, you know, on that path of destruction. And I'm like, been there. I'm good. For sure. I completely agree. That's why I commit. That's why I do it every day. The practice is so strong. And like, even with the drinking, like even one drink, I am not the mother I want to be the next day. I'm sure I have no patience. I'm quick to snap and I, I recognize it. And I know that's not, I, I don't want to be that mother. It happens. We all lose our patience all the time. But I think it's, it's like to really know what you want and then to align yourself in your life with everything that you know, just keeps you on that path of just becoming more clear and just better for yourself and for everyone in your company. It's just, it's beyond. It's so powerful. It's so powerful. It really is. I want to ask you a couple of the rapid fire questions. Um, So what are your sun rising and moon signs? Oh my God. I don't know. Well, what's your sun sign? Sagittarius. Oh, you're a Sagittarius. Fire sign. Wait, you guys, I, I'm. I started reading this book after listening to the Goop podcast, all about signs, and I'm. My mom's not certain of my birth. My birth. Oh, your birth time. Yeah. Well, Things is are, it on your birth certificate or no? Because sometimes it's not. Is. We don't know where that is, guys. Well, if you ever find it, yeah. you'll have to let me know because we can look. We can look this stuff up. Okay, like, I'm going to let you know, and I'm going to get to the bottom of it, even if I have to dig deep in. My mom's yeah, basement. I made and my parents find both of their birth certificates. Okay, because I really want to know this. I'm really getting into astrology. And, yeah. You know, and like human I bo- design. Something yes. else I can look up for you. So it's, I am a fire sign all the yeah, way. You're definitely a Sagittarius. Oh, yes. When's your birthday? December 4th. Good day. I love yeah. it. Um, um, Jay Z and I so, share the same birthday. No big deal. Oh, my God. That's so cool. I know. That is such a cool person to share a birthday <laughs> Very with. Cool. Are you a night person or a morning person? I am a morning person. I love that. Mm -hmm. What is your favorite musician? My favorite musician. Oh my goodness. Um, You know, I really love Amy Winehouse. Love her too. Love. Did you see her documentary? Yes. So good. And my karaoke song is Valerie. So, I mean, yeah, I feel like just off the cuff, I would say. Like she has, she had had so much depth. Yeah. Still. Absolutely. Um, what are some of your favorite foods? Oh my goodness. I would not know what to do, you guys, without bananas and avocados. Same. Literally, Literally. if you look on that counter Wait, right I there, already saw. I saw them and they're perfectly avocados. brown. 
with mm-hmm. spots, which is what we want. Make yep. some easily Travel digestible. With a huge yes. bunch of them. I love you for that. I always do too. Yeah. Bananas, avocados. Oh my, I, I mean, cucumbers, bread. I never allowed myself to eat bread and I'm obsessed with bread. I have bread every single day. I have, I rotate a bunch of different kinds. I love food for life, baking, gluten free, all the gluten-free breads, the Ezekiel breads, vegan Mario's bread. Yes, yeah. Like, there's so many good ones. It feels good to eat the things that I would never allow myself to eat in the yeah, past. That and freedom like, yes, is incredible. And to enjoy it with zero guilt attached. Exactly. So amazing. What's one thing you've never been asked in an interview that you wish you had been asked? I feel like the question that comes to my mind is, am I living my truth? I don't think I've ever been asked in that direct manner, but I feel like all of these inter- interviews kind of surround that. But like when you're asked that question, it really grabs you by the balls. Like right. It really gives you that like, am I? And Are you? I am. I really am. And so it feels so good. Yeah, it's so it's so clear from the outside looking in that you're living your truth. Thank you. So I'm glad that you are and I'm glad that you're feeling that you feel it because oh, that's so, the best. Oh my god, way you guys, to live I feel life. it with every cell in my body. It's like it's so good. I I thought this was all impossible. I was a girl who thought this life only happened to certain people. And I've created this life and I know that this is possible for everyone. True fulfillment is there for all of us. It, totally. It's, you know, this is this is a human experience. This is something that we were all here to fully live and and just embody. That gives me chills. That's so beautiful. Well, that's the perfect note to end on. Oh, even I though this this combo with went you, so like, fast. Oh I could talk God. to you forever. I could talk to you forever. Seriously, forever. No, I'm like, I love you. You are love so you. warm and so kind and your soul shines through in such a, it's like magnetic. So is yours, like completely. From the second that I laid eyes on you downstairs <laughs> with coffee all over my jacket and I was like, oh my God, I didn't hear the phone ringing. I felt just this intense, like I felt so safe with I you. I felt so safe with you. Yeah. The warmth, we mm-hmm. were just like immediately. I love that. I do I too. I love that. I'm so happy. I'm so happy to have met you. This is like thank you for such a dream. Me. I've been following you super closely and I love your workouts and you and your family. So thank you. Thank, thank you. you for, thank you. Thank you for, for all of the work this. that you do and for, you know, this podcast is phenomenal. Thank you. Especially the episode with Medical Medium. If you oh haven't my listened God. to it, it's Best. so good. He is oh such my, a game changer. Oh That's my, I love a whole him. Other thing. He's saving my life. I, I mean, mean, literally. What he's would, done, is, it's crazy. Yeah, and I people can be, think whatever. I wouldn't be here in New York. I wouldn't be traveling. I wouldn't be healthy enough to do that if it weren't for him. So, wow. Huge supporter. Huge. So, tell everyone where they can find you. You can find me on Instagram at Melissa Wood Health. And you can also find all of my workouts on melissawoodhealth.com, my plant-based recipes, and my guided meditations. Amazing. Thank you. Thank you so much for coming on, beautiful. Thank you, thank you, thank you. All right, guys. Thank you so much for listening to this episode with Melissa. I, for one, 
am obsessed with Melissa. I'm obsessed with this episode. I would love to record it with her again and again or just record future episodes with her where we can dive even deeper into her journey to becoming where she is now, overcoming her eating disorder, being a mom and balancing it all, being a badass entrepreneur, fitness guru, teacher of yoga and meditation and Pilates and all the things. But most of all, I just love who she is as a person. I love her heart. I love her soul. She's the definition of living a soul on fire life. I'm so grateful to have her here today. So go ahead and check her out on Melissa Wood Health on Instagram, melissawoodhealth.com. Check out her workouts. You will for sure fall in love even deeper with her. And also just wanted to remind you, as I mentioned in the intro, if you take the time to rate and review this podcast on iTunes and send me a screenshot to jordan at thebalancemon.com, I will send you my Soul on Fire yoga ebook for free as a thank you. And also thank you to our sponsor of today's episode, Go Macro, the amazing vegan bar that I'm obsessed with. Use the code BLONDE, B-L-O-N-D-E at checkout for 30% off. And with that, I hope everyone has the most incredible Soul on Fire day. I love you all. Come say hi on Instagram. Tell me where you were when you listened to this episode, what your favorite part was. I love hearing all of it. Truly, connecting with you guys is my favorite thing. That's why I do the podcast in the first place. Also to meet the incredible guests like Melissa. So come say hi. Always keep the conversation going. You can also join our Soul on Fire podcast tribe on Facebook, the amazing tribe of humans where we continue all these high vibrational conversations. So thanks again for listening. Love you guys and have an amazing day.